Hello, this is the audio version of the Better Strangers article for today, March 29th, 2023. The article is titled, Death versus Sex in America, Parenting in an Age Where a Child's Death is Less Objectionable Than Them Being Taught About Their Bodies. One of the things that irritated me most when I was working as a librarian was that if there was an outcry about a book, it invariably had something to do with sex or just the existence of certain bodies, usually trans, queer, or otherwise. The books that people objected to were often comics, as text-based books have to be read in order to object to them, whereas comics only require a glance. This irritated me because my comics shelf was absolutely drenched in blood and gore. Sometimes it was stylistically drawn, sometimes realistically, but it had torsos that had been ripped apart, it had bodies that had been grotesquely disfigured, it had limbs being comically severed, faces disintegrating as they got hit with a bullet. Not a single objection that I heard from anywhere in the country at a library for graphic violence. Most of the time, it was about sex. Uh, and as a side note, if it wasn't about sex, it was about race, usually if a book was critical of the police. I have written about the, uh, before about the midlife realization that I do not have a body, I am a body, and the way this reali realization has changed my life. Uh, there's a link to that below. But in the midst of the current national debate, I think it's worth discussing that we as a country seem to value, what we as a country seem to value more, death or life. Freudian psychoanalysts often distinguish between two drives that humans seem to have, the death drive and the life drive. The death drive is essentially in any act that we commit that is self-destructive, that moves us closer to death. This is any act of aggression or violence, any act of self-harm or self-obliteration. If you've ever gotten into a dumb fight or if you've ever drank yourself into a stupor to numb your feelings, that's the death drive. And it's often referred to as Thanatos, which is the name of the Greek god of death. The life drive is anything that is fundamentally life-affirming. It is the act of surviving, of procreating, of creating. Every time you've eaten healthy food, exercised, had sex, gone on a date, built something, or created a work of art, you've been engaging in the life drive, drive which is often referred to as eros, after the Greek god of love. It is telling to me that as a country, we're more scared of our kids seeing drag queens than we are of them getting murdered in, our, in their classrooms. State legislatures are unleashing a flurry of laws criminalizing the existence of LGBTQ bodies and predictably will lift nary a finger to curb gun control. Sorry, gun violence. Uh, you guys uh, help me edit as I go by doing the audio version, so I appreciate it. Uh, I grew up Catholic, so I too was taught to hate my body, and I too was shown a gory corpse every Sunday and told that the violence was God's true love and that the vehicle of God's true love was created with absolutely zero sex involved. When I was a teenager, I was, as is the teenager's right, just astonishingly horny. I was told that sex was a sin, that abstinence was the right way, and also that masturbation wasn't okay either. I was made to watch the first scene of Saving Private Ryan, where everyone is getting blown to bits because it was important for patriotism reasons, but it was not okay to look at sexy ladies on the internet or in magazines. It was bad enough to be a young man in turn-of-the-century Ohio. Boys that live in Florida now are being told that Michelangelo's David is pornographic. Even having a penis is considered pornography in this country. There are even people in the psychotic corner of the internet known as the Manosphere who are telling kids that they'll be healthier, more manly men if they practice semen retention, a practice that has no scientific basis whatsoever. Is it any wonder that this noxious cocktail turns so many young men into angry psychopaths? that so many of them fantasize about war and murder, and that so many of them have such a violent attitude towards sex. 
What if, instead of telling kids that sex is evil, we admitted that sex is the absolute most fun we get to have, that it's the thing that helps us connect with our partners, that gives us our children, that taking care of our bodies makes us feel better and therefore makes it easier to feel happiness and joy, and that part of taking care of your body includes masturbating, which is a fun and healthy activity that allows you to relieve stress, sleep better, and improve your focus. What if we treated violence and aggression, the things that bring our lives nothing but pain and misery, as the drive we should try to quell, and that instead there is no shame in enjoying your body, no matter what type of body you have? My wife and I have discussed this from a parenting perspective, and it means learning to basically do the opposite of what our parents did, which includes telling our kids that sex is okay when they are ready for it. It also means teaching them about their bodies, even though we have learned to be ashamed of ours. It means teaching them to trust and listen to their bodies, even though we are still learning to trust and listen to ours. It means teaching them the correct words for their parts, even if their own doctors and school nurses insist on calling them privates or peepees. This has been a chore of a project, but I've become convinced that the only way you can hate another person's body and sexuality so intensely is only if you hate your own. And I've become convinced that you have to see your body, your life, as precious if you wish to stand up to all the people who think it's worth nothing and that its death deserves no more than thoughts and prayers. Uh, that's my article for this week. I just wanted to mention something that was in one of the footnotes that I kind of couldn't really easily do an aside on. If you're interested in like a more sex positive thing, a great place to start is the Netflix TV show Sex Education. It is hilarious. It's incredibly good. Um, and it's got actually an enormous amount of information about sexual health packed into what is really a very funny and good show. Uh, so give that a look if uh, that's a thing you're interested in. Um, there's also uh, a lot of people on Instagram that do kind of approaches to sex positive parenting and how you can talk to your kids um, in ways that are, you know, that are sex positive and that do teach them the right things. So um, sex positive parenting is the one that I'm thinking of off the top of my head and I don't have the written in front of me, but I promise there's a, there's a lot of good stuff out there. So uh, oh, giving the talk, that's the name of the other one. Um, anyway, so that's it for this week. I will talk to you guys on Friday.